Sirius XM Radio is better with Bogle Wines. 70s on 7, 80s on 8, better with Bogle. Alt Nation, Hip Hop Nation, Hair Nation, better with Bogle. Madison, Howard, Andy Cohen, better, better, better. Y2 Country, Prime Country, Carrie's Country, yep, all better. The Beatles Channel is better, and getting better all the time. Everything on Sirius is better with Bogle. Award-winning, family-owned wines ranked as some of the finest available for around 10 bucks. As long as you're not driving, it's better with Bogle. Bogle Family Vineyards, Clarksburg, California. Please drink responsibly. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. Yeah. Oh, that's Marcus. I'm Ben. With us, as always, from sunny Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm a raisinette, Henry Zabrowski. Raisinette? I used to be a grape, but now I'm just a scarred piece of just horrible fruit jerky playing jazz. (laughs) (laughs) You're calling raisinettes fruit jerky? Yeah, yeah, they're a lesser fruit. Oh, I see. Even though they're covered in chocolate? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Which was the, It's just the California raisin. Yeah, you're yeah. just thinking of California. Get chocolate out of consider, your brain. I just consider everything, any raisin to be a raisinette. Or pre, I just call them, I call raisins pre-raisinettes. Oh. That's a good thing to call them. That's very nice. Every raisin uh, definitely, uh, what do they say, uh, wants to be a raisinette. They all, uh, yeah. they all they want, want you know, It would be sad if you were just a little raisin. And then, well, first of all, you start as a tasty grape, and yeah. everyone loves a grape. Oh, yeah. And then you're just a little you schlubby some, raisin, and then you, you don't even some, get covered in chocolate. Some toddler's, like, wet fingers all over you. Ugh, yeah. You know I mean? Ugh. And, I don't, and I don't need that outside of when I'm paying for it, if you know what I'm saying. I Ugh. totally agree. And you know that kid's <laughs> crying because no happy baby eats raisins. They need chips. I had to go to the hospital once because I took a raisin and I shoved it so far up into my sinus cavity, they had to suck it out with a vacuum. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yep. Well, that's a bad. So I got So I'm mad at him. Still. Good. I think you are, you have every right to be upset with the raisin that tried to assassinate you. I know. I know. It's like I'm Biggie Smalls. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> well, speaking of assassinations and overall things that will kill, uh, today we're going to explore the dark world of internet fetish websites. Uh, and we came up with this idea after reading a story. It's been going on here in New York this City. Is, yeah, this is like Ben's like favorite story on the face of the planet right now. It's pretty fucking awesome. It's a, it's a captivating story about a former New York City police officer named Gilbert Val, Gilberto Valet. Um, who, <laughs> Which is who, a fantastic name. Yes, it who, sounds like a guy who's like selling like Mexican beer. It does. It really does. And uh, <laughs> he uh, he conspired to uh, eat uh, to murder and cook and then eat his wife with a couple of co-conspirators on a website called darkfetish.com. No, darkfetishnet. Darkfetishnet uh, dot or doc, is it darkfetishnet.com? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and he was with what like Chef Boyer D69 and uh yeah. like another guy yeah named Ravioli, Ravioli doctor. Yeah, meat meat <laughs> hands. Meat man. Um and uh, we got to take it and we put it in Italian. We call it raviolinis. 
Oh, it's so, so good. I mean, and we can them and we sell them to the poor. I would eat that. A person, person, human meat inside of a nice ravioli. I think that's a fine way to present a, present a tasty person. I was looking online. Speaking of dark things on the internet, I, I ended up on the WTF board on Reddit and I, um, they had this vivisection of a human leg looking at a, a sample of uh, leg cancer. Mm-hmm. God, it looked delicious. And those were the <laughs> sorts of things that Gilbert Valet would like jack off to and exactly, uh, like Henry said, want mm. to eat. And, uh, yum, yum. So he is on trial for uh, conspiracy to kill his wife, Kathleen Mangan. And, and this uh, is also pre-taco, Henry. I haven't had my fucking tacos today. I went and had a salmon sandwich. Salmon sandwich? So I'm already getting hungry just talking about this. I have never... Salmon doesn't belong on a sandwich. It's horrible. It does when you're in Beverly Hills, 90210. Oh, please, Henry. It's <laughs> changed me- you. Taking meetings, man. Woo! Sunglasses on. Valet also uh, wanted to kill his, uh, his college sweetheart, Kimberly Sawyer. So uh, basically... Uh, what separates this from other people who jack off to uh, certain things on the websites uh, was his – he was really uh, hands-on. He bought the ropes. He was really uh, very, very close to doing it. And the email exchanges between him and some co-conspirators, uh, one fellow in Pakistan known as Moody Blues, uh, were very detailed. And they Does seemed... anyone talk with the remaining members of Moody Blues and see how they feel about this? They're, they're not supportive of the name. They're not, they're not totally behind it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the email exchanges and the uh, chat exchanges were so serious and uh, were seemingly coming to real life that he was arrested and uh, and things like that. So now he's on well, it's trial kinda like, and it's quite hot. It's like Jordan, right? When Jordan was a little kid, yeah, a lot of kids talked a big game about playing basketball in the NBA. Mm-hmm. All right? All of them were just like, oh, yeah, man, I'm going to be drafted number one. Yep. And Michael Jordan sat there and he was like, no, but you know what? I am going to be drafted number one. And so he went and he contacted, he, he contacted his Pakistani friend, Moody Blues, mm-hmm. on the internet and began an email campaign that got him to be 6 Pete. Six yeah. Pete Michael Jordan. <laughs> Six Pete Michael, although not drafted number one. Mm. Really? <laughs> he was number three. Yeah. Ah, well, that is a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> but some of the email exchanges between uh, between uh, Valet and uh, this one fella, this was called Gingerbread Witch Tactics. And uh, <laughs> Coke, yeah, it's, it's pretty great. Uh, co-conspirator read one. It. Can you read that? Yeah, I'll read it. it. He says, uh, Co-conspirator one, it's really hard to dislocate a jaw. Also, how would we put o- how would we put her over the fire? Spitting kills girls, you know, like putting a spit through her. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you put her in, uh, have to put her into a cage? What's your favorite cut of meat? And then Valet says, "I was thinking of tying her body onto some sort of apparatus, cook her over a low heat, keep mm. her alive as long as possible." Mm. <laughs> Which I mean, these guys really get a show on the Cooking Network already. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. This, yeah. All that. It, it's a, all a part of the slow food revolution going on in the culinary arts. Right there's now. nothing more organic than a friend. No. You know. <laughs> no. Exactly. Talk about locavore. Indeed. He's he's right next to me. He's eating right out of his house. I mean, it's his (laughs) wife, but that's kind of nice. God, I'm hungry. Well, let me stop you right there for a second, give you a little bit of insight into what kind of people hang out on darkfetishnet.com. Now, this is the thing. So, he, so yeah, so he just went on forums and started just putting it out there. Yeah. Right? Just like, he just, right, right. I'm thinking about killing and eating my wife, 
I think and everyone was just like, me too. I Pardon the pun, but I do think it was a slow burn. Because uh, he, uh, he started off and he just sort of looked. And I feel like what, what happened with this guy is, uh, that happened what happens with a lot of people on the internet, he got yes-anded into this situation. He probably just started off with like, hey, I, will, I love to eat pussy. Yeah. This and is then, the problem with these fucking improv people. Right. Is that as soon as they get involved in any place, they're just, it's all sorts of shenanigans. They just take it to the dark spot. Marcus, who's looking at these websites? I am looking at the profile of a man who calls himself Dave hung like a horse porter <laughs> <laughs> smallest dick sure on the internet his net no I am looking at an actual picture of Dave hung like a horse right now he is 57 years okay. old would you like I'm to him s- up. would you no Henry I'm gonna send you a picture of him right now uh, <laughs> let's see and here. so you feel like judging by this picture he is truly hung like a horse my god it just I'm a I'm going to show you right quick, All man. Right here, let me see this. It just guy. makes me think of the Nine Inch Nails songs. Like, oh, oh yeah. I, I didn't realize when Marcus said there was a picture of him that he was fully naked and you got to see his huge horse cock. Indeed, just hung like a horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sending it to you right now. Uh, Henry Zabrowski. And so what's horse cock's MO? Yeah, All right. Well, yeah. well, let I me tell you about this guy. Uh, he's 57 years old. He's here in the. Uh, by the way, his username is One Fenway Fan. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, he, he's the Red Sox fan, of course. Yeah, it says. Whoa, look at that trunk. Yeah, it says. What's this guy doing? <laughs> <laughs> Henry, get close. Get closer to the computer. I can't hear you. Oh my good lord! It looks like uh, it's like a brown. It's like a. It's like a brown. Uh, it's like a stick. Yeah, and he's clean like shorn branch. too. First, is, three, first three words that come into your head, Henry, looking at that sweet, sweet dong. The giving tree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's his bio. Hi, my name is Dave, and I am 56 and can I, married. Can I read it? Do you mind if I read yeah, it I go quick? ahead. I wanted to read it, but you... Oh, no, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> now go ahead. Hey, um, my name is Dave. <laughs> I'm 56 and married. Um, I'm into just about anything. I love women. My favorite fetish is beheading. I love to talk to women about chopping up the head. I like to jerk off in front of women. I have a pretty large cat. My wife, my wife told me when she's all fucked out, no good anymore, I could chop off her head behind the woodshed. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> favorite oh, quote, favorite. put your fucking neck on the block, bitch. <laughs> oh, okay. All but right, I think that his... was from the second Winnie the Pooh book. <laughs> Henry, read his other, fe- his main fetish interest is decapitation. Read his other fetish interests. Other fetish interests. Hanging by the neck, anal insertions, <laughs> fucking a bitch after a head's chopped off, uh-huh. tied up, watching someone fuck my wife. That <laughs> last one's all in caps. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and what I would like to do with someone offline, I really Henry? Open this up in an incognito window. I didn't re- re- realize what I was <laughs> <What's>, doing. <laughs> yeah, it might be very illegal soon. Um, which is uh, which is something that we can discuss with this valet trial. Yeah. I mean, if he is convicted of uh, you know uh, conspiracy to commit murder, it it might have a chilling effect on these dark fetish websites. He really does have such a pretty smile, though. That's this the thing. That valet. Yeah. 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 Yes, he does. Uh, here's another text. Uh, a nice exchange from him. This one's called 75 pounds of tasty lady." Uh, valet <laughs> writes, "I love that she's asleep right now, but." Uh, I love that she's asleep right now, not having the slightest clue of what we have planned. Her days are numbered. I'm glad you're on board. She does look tasty, doesn't she? Co-conspirator <laughs> one. You don't even 
You don't even wait. You don't know. So wait, we, this was like the old like AOL chat rooms where they just share pictures back and forth and shit like I that. I guess so. Uh, the, I think this is message boards. Like you can go to dark. Yeah, just check out the message boards on Dark Fetish Net. Yeah, and then yeah, I'm going. Yes, yeah. co-conspirator one says, "You do know if we don't waste any of her, uh, if we don't waste any of her, this is nearly seventy five pounds of food there. Which I mean, that's a good amount of food from that's one a hell person. Of a lot of food. Yeah, it's a nice haul." They're not talking about the bones and shit like that. You can't eat the bones. You no, can I know. boil they're them t- for soup and stuff like that. But- they're talking straight meat. I think they're going, uh, you know, post-cook. They're thinking 75 pounds of pure, succulent human meat coming off of this dude's wife. Again, yes, this all starts as storytelling. When does it move into the actual, uh, you know, the movement, the actual wanting to do well, it? Well, with Valet, when he did it, he did end up going and meeting that college girl that he was thinking about killing. Mm-hmm. So that was a very, like, personal thing. And then he talks about it, you know, they were eating dinner and uh, or out for lunch or something. And he talks about it in a chat room uh, with his co-conspirators about how he was staring at her lips, about how she looked so unbelievably tasty. And her- she voluntarily met with him to She did because be they didn't know... Th- no, no, no. She has no idea that he wants to eat her. You know, that's just not something you bring up on a fourth or fifth date. <laughs> you know, that's not his, on his OK Cupid profile. It's funny you mentioned OK Cupid. That's actually where he met his wife. Wow. They, they met a year ago on OK Cupid. He immediately knocked her up, and uh, so you get the feeling that he was relatively upset to be in this marriage uh, to begin with, and uh, and uh, he wanted to take it out on her by uh, eating every every inch of her body. Well, this is this is another profile on darkfetish.net. Natalia Gusevas, she is volunteering to be she who I am, mature Russian mature Russian sow for breeding and slaughtering for meat. Okay. My main fetish me me at industrial slaughterhouse and at meat market. Mm. And that gets into what Marcus uh, researched today, a little thing called VOR, V-O-R-E. I have never heard Ooh. about this before. Marcus, what is VOR? <clears throat> well, VOR uh, is short for vorophilia. Okay. Uh, it's a paraphilia where arousal occurs from the idea of some someone or something eating or being eaten by someone or something. It is thus distinguishable from cannibalism, the actual act of human eating human flesh, as there are no bounds on the species of either party in vorophilia. And in fact, what vorophilia usually is, the most common one that I found was snake-eating woman. Okay. Well, yeah. Oh. Yeah, and I found this thing on, uh, I found this site called Vortube, uh, which is mostly, oh. yeah, oh, it's bad. <laughs> it's real bad. Uh, and they have uh, videos. Most of these things are pictures, the vor. Mm. It's a lot of pictures of women being eaten. It's a lot of, like, Rule 34 shit, like, I found uh, one. I found a particularly disturbing Sonic the Hedgehog one. Uh, <laughs> was it because it messed with your childhood? No, fuck my childhood. I hate okay. it when people say that bullshit. It's like, oh, it ruined my childhood. It's like, what? Grow up, you fucking idiot. All right. All right. So this is uh, an audio clip that someone made and uploaded to this site. Uh, all right, check check this out. This one is called "I Have Thought About." I've thought about it a lot. I want you and your friends to cook me and eat me. First, take off all my clothes. You should stretch me out and fuck me, then fuck me again. At some point, I will tell you to do me. Consider that a point of no return. No matter what I say after that, don't let me go. I want you and your friends to do your worst. By the morning, there should be nothing left of me but bones. 
What do you think about that? Henry? I had I had no idea that Mavis Beacon was such a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I and by the way, I haven't some, thought about Mavis Beacon some, in forever. I haven't either. You put some like you know ambient music under that and a beat. You got a Radiohead song. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. So look at this. I found I just found a forum of Vor and uh, and and what they call gynophagia. Mm-hmm. What's uh, gynophagia? Gynophagia is exactly what they're talking about, which is, you know, incest mixed with cannibalism, mixed with rape, mixed with bondage. So a whole it's a real stew of everything wrong. Yeah. And um, apparently there was a fan fiction website yep. of this of this type of stuff. And I just found a story here that uh, I would like to read. I've got okay. one as well. All right. Called How I Ate My Grandmother. <laughs> What's your story all about, Timmy? Thanks for bringing it to class today. Um, I always loved my grandma. She used to be simply great, and she loved to play with me and my siblings and my cousins. She used to be a great cook, and she always had an answer to our questions. Then disaster struck. She was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease, a cruel disease. Really, it doesn't kill fast, but slowly destroys the human brain. First, Grandma forgot things. Then she started to forget us. Over time, all her family members became strangers, and they got worse over time. However, physically, she was fit for a lady in her 80s. She was doomed to die slowly, losing her mind, being trapped by this horrible disease. For a couple of years, things got worse. Granny was slowly dying in the hospital, losing her mind, losing herself. I did always think of Granny. I had to end this. I was working on a secret project, a machine to turn back time. Could I give (laughs) back her youth to Grandma? I work like if I was possessed by a demon. And I found a solution, a machine to turn back time to make her young again. The result never was stable. Rats, I rejuvenated, got younger, but only for 24 hours. Then they aged quickly and died a horrible death. I wasn't able to solve the problem while Grandma's health declined. Then I thought about cannibalism. When we were kids, Grandma used to play cannibal games with us. What? She was a witch like in Hansel and Gretel. It's a and bizarre leap, you know? Only because, oh, yeah. I mean, this is fiction. Yeah. <laughs> you know? All right, so I met Granny in the hospital. She didn't recognize me. She was 84 right now. Her body was healthy, but her mind wasn't. It was horrible, horrible to see a person you love in that state of mind. I had to wait for days, many days. Finally, she was back. For a moment, Grandma's mind was clear. Help me, please, Jonathan, she said. Yes, Grandma, I will help you. I have found a way to end this, I said, and told her about my plan. At first, she didn't believe me, but then she agreed. Just minutes later, her mind was blocked again. She looked at, Later on, she met me in a nearby forest, and we drove to the laboratory. She looked at my machine in disbelief. There was a humming sound and some blinking lights. She entered the machine and went to the computer to activate it. There was a humming sound. After 50 minutes, the process was finished. I opened the door and inside a young woman in her 20s with long red hair, smooth white skin, nice medium-sized breasts, and wonderful green eyes. Grandma, the young grandmother. <laughs> Jonathan, you did it. I'm young again, she said. You're looking absolutely stunning, Grandma, I replied. Well, we have some time left until you need to be prepared and cooked. She stopped me. Jonathan, let's have sex for one last time. What? (laughs) (laughs) One last time. Please don't. But she was my grandma, but yet also a stunningly beautiful young woman. And please don't call me grandma. My name is Emily. She quickly undressed herself, removed those old lady clothes, and I didn't dress myself. Then we had sex, and I must say it was the best sex I ever had. We both explored our young bodies. We will touch and lick each other's bodies for more than two hours. Henry, oh, you don't my... say words like that anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just happy to... to know what Stephen Urkel's oh, up to oh, nowadays. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, okay, this is fucking horrible. 
Yeah, go there. So we invited, I guess, after she was clean, she, we went to the kitchen. In a few hours, the guests would arrive, so I checked the oven one last time. By that time, the doorbell rang. It was my sister Judy and her boyfriend. Both of them agreed to help me prepare and Grandma Emily and followed me to the kitchen. We oiled Emily's beautiful body and made some stuffing we stuffed in her ass and her pussy. Oh. Grandma liked it, especially when her young pussy was stuffed. Finally, I shoved a potato off her pussy and a carrot of her ass. <laughs> Grandma Emily had a laugh when I took a mirror to show her oiled and stuffed body. <laughs> I'm looking at a turkey, Jonathan. <laughs> we put her on a plate, put some more vegetables on this plate, and shoved her in the oven. We didn't want to torture Grandma, so we slowly raised the meat. The heat, step by step, she would feel no pain and fall asleep at some point of the cooking process. Mm. I don't think that's right. No, no, that's no, not no, how no. it works. <laughs> I, I mean, then they just go, they just say they loved her they and they ate her, well, you know, so, and then, uh, yeah, Grandma, you were delicious. In love, Jonathan. The so end. obviously Jonathan here is writing a piece of fiction. Right. And his grandmother doesn't actually think that he uh, that she's going to be cooked. But can we go back to Valet just real quick? Real quick. Please, and, and please then, do. No, keep, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then I want to read one called Mommy's New Diet. <laughs> okay, well, we can just read Mommy's New Diet. I was just going to say no, that... No, uh, I want to hear more about Valet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go more okay. back to Valet well, for the, a bit. The one major difference between the, that story and, uh, and the Valet story is his wife truly believed that she was going to be eaten and murdered. Yeah. Uh, well, she was on the witness can, uh, when she was on the witness stand, uh, you know, they asked her, like, so what was he going to do to you? And, he, and uh, she was like, I was going to be tied to a bed uh, with my feet, and uh, my throat was going to be slit, and uh, blood was going to gush out of me. And uh, in Does the- she understand that it's satire? We're no- playing characters. Right, right, but uh, but this is where sort of valet takes it to the other level. In a in a chat uh, conversation, they're talking about how she's going to kick and scream and how uh, you know she's going to you know beg for mercy. And, well, that's just uh, given her lighting ratings. You right, know I mean? you don't know how she's going to be. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you know you can't predict. What if she absolutely loved it? This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text and that helps you save time i know i'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse picks now part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts now so what i've done to do is like so while i'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders. I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction. It's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil. 
crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up, and a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. How many platforms do I work on? So many platforms. Can you believe it? Google Docs. Work on that. Very complicated. Lots of different things going out. Clickety-clack, right? Slack. Saying things to my employees. All my, all my, my main doldgers walking around here. It makes sure it changes cluck to the word I meant for it to say to everyone. But I try to say not curse words on Slack. What am I supposed to do about it? But Grammarly doesn't fix curse words, does it? Because Grammarly's too good for it. It's too classy. It's Grammarly is an AI writing partner that helps you get work done faster with high quality writing. Because better writing means a stronger impact. The pen is mightier than the sword. Except when the sword is in the room. 96% of Grammarly users report that Grammarly helps them craft more impactful writing and suggestions based on your audience goals and context. Can you believe it? And data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly. It's in its goods. All right. So Grammarly's great. Use it. I use it. I love its gentle harassment of my writing style because it does help me because sometimes my thumbs are faster than my eyeballs. Don't quote me on that. Get AI writing support that works where you work. Sign up and download for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hi, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I don't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. 
And then, uh, you know, his co-conspirator was like, don't listen to her, don't give her mercy. And then he responded with, uh, it's okay, we'll just gag her. And uh, so it was much more malicious than that unbelievably, mildly romantic story about Jonathan and his grandmother. <laughs> yes. Well, was she just mad that it wasn't romantic? Would she have been fine with it if he was just like, and I will lay flower petals down upon the plate right before we cut her tits off? I so mean, clinical. Women would definitely prefer a little more romance. So, yeah, he might have been able to salvage the relationship had he had slightly more flower petals around. And this is important for all boyfriends out there. You know, you can't just deliver something straight edge to your woman. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You got to mm-hmm. gussy it up. You got to really start thinking about what they want, how they want to be murdered. <laughs> yes, that's right, Henry. Uh, all right, all right, Marcus, uh, please. Mommy's new diet. This is written by Dancing Queen six two eight one. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to skip a lot of the exposition in the sure. story. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, I, I should have read it fully. Skipped mine as well. But I just, you know, it's fun to get the full feeling. Oh, oh yeah. of course, of course. I well, just when one... you say Dancing Queen, I just imagine someone who looks exactly like Dan Saint Germain. <laughs> yeah, oh. Dan Saint Germain, a very successful stand-up comedian. I also imagine somebody who often tucks his penis between his legs and he looks in the mirror, <laughs> and then he prances more than dances. <laughs> well, the how the story starts off. A lot of the paragraphs. It's explaining mommy's sleepwalking problem okay and mommy is having a dream about going to a luau in which a suckling pig is being cooked Mm -hmm. and mommy has a toddler a very young son that is asleep and a lot of times mommy sleeps sleepwalks and comes and sleeps next to him so Mm -hmm. it was no big deal that mommy came in sleepwalking one day and started to stroke his face Oh. So we're gonna start with mommy at <laughs> we're gonna start with mommy at the luau. This is involving a toddler, is that right? Yes. Okay. How many horrible stories I know that start at a luau? I can't even count. <laughs> yeah. At the it's lu- the boy. It's the what? It's the horrible poi that we're forced to eat. <laughs> oh mm, yes. God! Sounds better than a sandwich. A salmon sandwich. It's All true. All right. At the luau, all eyes were on Meredith as she was pulling the perfectly roasted body of the suckling pig closer and closer to her. She was too hungry to bother with etiquette or manners. She was going to devour this juicy delicacy whole. She started to stretch her mouth open, wider than she ever had before. Mommy, muttered Branny, nervously as his mother's mouth opened into a gaping chasm before his very eyes. What are you... The question was cut short as Meredith shoved her son's head completely into her open mouth. Oh, my. Her lips wrapped around his young neck, and her tongue slathered his face. Branny squirmed and whined, confused and frightened. The suckling pig tasted better than anything else that Meredith had ever had in her life. She wanted to savor it, but the demanding growls of her stomach would not let her delay. She knew she had to get this massive meal down and into her deprived belly as quickly as she could to satisfy her crippling hunger. Meredith, I'm so hungry. Meredith grabbed the cotton-clad shoulders of her son and shoved them into her mouth while she simultaneously took a loud gulping swallow. The boy's head was jammed down her throat, and his frightened cries were muffled by the tight passage in which he found himself. Branny tr- started to struggle harder, trying desperately to pull himself out of his mother's mouth. Meredith couldn't believe how glorious this meal was, but she knew she had to hurry. Other dinners at the luau had grabbed the legs of the pig and were trying to pull it back out of her mouth. They wanted to deprive her of this food that she so desperately needed, but she wasn't going to let them. 
With a rather violent jerk, Meredith threw her head back as she took another loud gulp. This swallow sucked down her son's chest and stomach, and now his pajama-covered legs were sticking up in the air out of her mouth and kicking violently. He screamed and cried, but all that could be heard from outside were a few muffled whines, barely uh, audible as his head was now about to enter his mother's stomach, and so on and so forth. Okay, all right. <laughs> sort of a uh, Jonah in the whale situation. Yeah, that's about halfway through the story. It keeps, okay. wow. it goes on and okay. on, and I, I skipped a lot in the beginning. That's but, just kind of that's the meat of the story in the beginning. Yeah, to, but that's to what use a phrase. About, but that's what they're really into. They're into this idea of like consuming the entire body. This sure. is like one of these version of this like this vor type cannibalism stuff that you could see how i mean i mean i have no idea why people enjoy it but it makes a lot of sense though yeah it's relatively common with uh, with a lot of serial killers you know you have your jeffrey Dahmer obviously being the most famous but a lot of serial killers would take memorabilia and things Mm. like that to remember their victim and what's more memorable than when you eat their arm you know, well, when you it, actually yeah. eat their flesh. I mean, I think that's the whole point but of it. This is a Again, whole different thing, though. Like, this yes, isn't actually this is... eating people. or Like, this is like eating someone as a snake or a snake eating someone. Like, one of the most... So you fantasize being the predator. Yes. Right? This is exactly. super yeah. fantasy. That's, yeah, this that's, is like, like... that's a fantastical thing. Yeah. But then it's... some of this stuff on this darkfetish.net, it's just like, I just really wonder where does, like... Where is the difference between a guy like Valet and 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 you know someone who just likes to write about this? Shit? Well, I What's think the, the difference. difference uh, there's another story with Valet. He was talking to a fellow named Throat Slitter, and uh, Throat Slitter sent him a uh, a video of a uh, of a goat having his uh, having his uh, having its uh, throat slit. And uh, and so it was really taking a serious turn when Valet, like he wanted his wife after she had the baby, mm-hmm. he really wanted his wife to go running, and uh, so he would map out her route for her, and then he would always choose... First of all, he suggested that she go running at night, which no loving husband does. <laughs> That's absolutely... Hey, honey, go run at night, you know, when you're the most possible... Uh, hey, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. When, when it's the best possibility for you to get raped. To to yeah, is you're about to go to sleep. Why don't you uh, but I'm put sure. your shoes and go, go for a bit of a run. run. That'd be great, yeah. yeah. It's pitch black out there. Very scary. He also only wanted her to run on uh, on roads without streetlights. So there were, <laughs> and this is true. So it, it was taking these sort of like real life, um, you know, um, it was taking a real life angle to it that I think obviously if you're pretending to be a snake and you actually see that in real life, that's just shenanigans. Yeah. That's just somebody that crawling is, on their stomach, chomping their mouth at you. And it's really not that terrifying. And, and let me give you, let me read you. But in let's do a comparison. All right, uh, we read the uh, profile on Dark Fetish Net, like Dark Fetish Net, like yeah. that yes. fucked up. Like I'm gonna read you a profile um, from the Vor site. Okay, like, from the like the site about like eating snakes and all that. I got accepted to Oklahoma University Pharmacy School. Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) What that means for me, my life is finally pointed in a direction for once, finally on the road to getting a big boy job. What that means for you, (laughs) I only have to make C's in all my classes, meaning I don't have to study as much, meaning more time for drawing. Oh, that's nice. It's much more fantasy. Let me read you another darkfetish.net podcast. person profile on, oh, right. Let's on, on hear about it. Ms. Morbidly Obese Z. 
who I am, a single diabetic mom and soon-to-be grandmother just found out, morbidly obese at 435, and I know my life expectancy is low. I have had a dark daydream since my preteens. I don't place blame on anyone for my feelings. At times, I escape to DFN to indulge my dark side as it helps me cope with my real-life challenges. My main fetish, big game hunting of yours truly. At 435, I qualify for those hunters who enjoy bagging a super-obese female beast human or animal hybrid that the scientists of the future put together to give hunters a new thrill. Good for both trophies and meat, the hunting preserves of the USA and UK, UK stock their private lands with hue sows and hue cows. I enjoy riding and reading. <laughs> hue sows and hue cows! Wow! Like I'm always cows. the victim and never the predator. Love playing a very large Lolita character. Yeah. Naive, ner nerdy, who gets taken advantage of. And, uh, I'm going to email you the pics that she has on her website yeah, for you send, to see. Send them over to me, brother. Oh, yeah. Um, very excited. And this is, yeah. And then the other one was uh, Gemma. Uh, Gemma is a, is a girl who says that her main fetish is that she wants to grow up to be a toilet piggy. <laughs> All right. And, uh, uh. <laughs> this is, but this is just an example of this universe, right? This right. universe is not like. There's many different other types of fetishes, right? Like, mm -hmm. besides, another like, one this that is I've, just the darkest where it goes. Yeah, another one that I found was called unbirthing. Okay, like which it's exactly how it sounds. It is. I sent it to you, by the way, Marcus. What's that? Is I it sent shoving? You the all right, cool. Is it shoving the child inside of the vagina? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, and a lot of it is uh, a lot of it is at, like comic books mm -hmm. or not like comics, like yeah. comic strips. Uh, I'm looking at one right now that is just fucking nuts. Yeah, it's and it's also part of that goes into like they lie, they love like the big belly, mm -hmm. like the huge belly on sure. women, even if they're not pregnant. Part of this shit is just them <coughs> looking for some sort of like big bellied woman. That's like sure. part of their fetish. And I think well, all so I this stuff no, is, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, all of the things that you guys are saying, it's so it's complete fantasy. It's completely not plausible. You know. And that's what's so scary about the valet character. Every everything that he wants to do, you could actually technically do. Oh dear! But how God. did they know that he was going to do it? Besides the well, fact that she was just scared of him. There's other situations going on with this uh, co-conspirator too, and uh, the co-conspirator too wanted him to kidnap, uh, knock a girl out for him, and then deliver the girl to him. And uh, valet was going to receive five thousand dollars. And uh, co-conspirator valet says, "I'll five thousand dollars, and she's all yours." Co-conspirator two says, "Well, can we do four? And then valet is like, "I'm putting my neck out on the line here. You know, you can't do. We can't do four. It's got to be five. So he's yeah, making like money transactions. <laughs> yeah, you can't negotiate. Yeah, no. I mean, it seems like a relatively low number anyway yeah. for a human woman. I think so. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you have to. He's a cop. A, a woman should cost <laughs> more than a Pontiac. That's the only rule that I have. I'm really going out on the line here, Jerry. I'm just really sticking my neck out here." It's crazy. Um, so I think that's one of the situations that really separates this valet character. Marcus, you have some other fantasy? Uh, I'm uh, no, just I got so, what I got. Well, I got what Henry sent me, and that is fucking disgusting. All right, let me see a picture uh, of this woman. I mean, well, it's not a picture of the woman per se. It's just like pictures of her fantasy. Like it's this is Photoshop pictures of her being gutted and shit. Yeah. Oh no, it's hitting way too close to home for me. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> She's just a redheaded gal with a with a nice size. Gunt, I suppose we could call it, and a large, droopy, 
red bosoms. I mean, and um, I found this other site called Marshman Media, which actually okay. goes, it's videos, and it definitely goes more towards the cannibal cop sides of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one video called Funeral Home Boogie. Okay. Which is 35 minutes, and it is obviously, and it's a woman in what is obviously a funeral home on a funeral home slab. And it's just a guy fucking with her for a while and then fucking what is supposed to be a dead body. And these videos are extremely. One's called Necro Love Story 2. Uh, and Hogtie Killer 10, or Hogtie Killer 10 Part 1, Homeless Shelter, Throat Slice More. Hogtie Killer 10 Part 1? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Well, there's also do we think that, Hogtie Killer think- 7 Part 2. Does that is that better? No! <laughs> these guys, they got the numbers all wrong. Just my question, do you think this keeps people from doing these things, or do you think it encourages them to do I these things? I think in Valet's case, this is all leading up to him actually doing it. You know, this is funny. Is that I was thinking about this exact same thing last night. I was watching that. Have you seen that Ed Gein movie on uh, Netflix? Yes, I have. It's arranged. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's yeah. the one that was made yeah. in like 2000. It's, it's pretty bad. good. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I was thinking about it. Like, you know when he the woman comes over and asks him about like she sees the book that he's reading on headhunters? Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. like just talking about it like it's just nonchalant. I think if Ed Gein would have had somebody to talk to about all this shit, things may not have gone as far as they would have. I think you know, that if you could have just found people to that, that you know, I mean, I think he was also pretty retarded. He was. Well, he was. I think he was more like schizophrenic than retarded. He was. And just completely fucked up by his mother. I don't know, though. I, I, I think in a lot of cases, I, I agree with you, and I think it's important to get, like, you know, you can get it out online, you can role play, and you can have fantasy. I don't think, uh, like, Valet and Ed Gein, their brains weren't creative enough to have fantasy. Yeah. What they yeah, said, I, I, for, and also, this is a police officer. It's a very matter-of-fact mind that goes into the police force. There's not that exactly a lot really, of like, it's, artistic... It's very true. And they're cowboys as well. He's NYPD. This is a guy who's looking for action in the first place. Right, and he so knows how like, to do all this stuff. And of course, regardless if he, get, if he gets uh, you know convicted of the conspiracy for murder and rape and eating uh, <laughs> humans, uh, he'll go to prison for uh, stealing all the information from the NYPD <laughs> data, oh, which is really is, a huge violation. That's the big crime, because in the end, it's all circumstantial evidence evidence of you know we're just going to be talking about like how serious was he is he you know then they'll go into like sex addiction and all this stuff but then um everyone should also take a look at the jeffrey dahmer files movie it is fucking incredible have you seen it yes oh is it is, is it just in theaters or can you get it online it is on apple tv you can get it on itunes it's fuck yeah fucking incredible it's one of the best docs i've ever seen and it's kind of there was a great part where it's like he, basically when they found him, there was they, there were shots inside of his apartment that I had never seen before. And one of the things that they, I guess they found when they had him is that he had a big pot going with four hands and a bunch of dicks in it. Whoa. Really? Yeah, he was making a soup. Yeah, hand yeah, dick soup. Dick I like soup. it. Hand dick, dick soup. soup. Yeah, hand job soup. Yeah. Let Once me, again, the most yeah. amazing thing about Dahmer all took place in an apartment building. Yeah. The balls and on that have, guy. They have an interview with one of his neighbors who was um, a black lady who was like talking about how like where he lived was in like a blacks only neighborhood in Milwaukee mm-hmm. right next to the chocolate factory. And they, he went up to him and basically at some point she went up to him. And she was just like, why do you live here? You know, just like, why are you here? And, you know, she's like, oh, you know, it's right next to my work you know? <laughs> yeah. um, because that's how we talked in the, yeah. in the interviews afterwards. And then they afterwards, she's just sitting there and she's like. She's like, and I can't believe that I was his I was his friend and I tried to friend him and I tried to do all this stuff and you know, he gave me a sandwich from his house. He gave me a sandwich, and what if what if it had human meat? It did. Yeah. Yeah. 
It definitely mm. did. Uh, yeah. Did she taste? Did she say how it tasted? She said it was great. It's delicious. <laughs> that's so great. <laughs> Let me ask you guys a question here. This is a, another Get some thing. Milwaukee ham. I mean, that's the thing. If and if you kill, like he liked Thai boys, for example. Do you put a Thai sauce on that mm. meat? If you well, kill no, a white person, do you put the mayonnaise on? No, yeah. You, what you want to do is you want to fry it twice so it's good and crispy. Mm-hmm. Mm, crispy dude. Let me yeah. ask you guys a question here. This was something I was thinking about last night after I watched that movie. Do we know of any serial killers out there that are known to have murdered people that they know besides Ed Gein? Because if I think back to a lot of serial killers throughout the years, it seems like it's a lot of strangers, a lot of chance encounters. Mm-hmm. Well, you like, have, what's his name? There's a guy named uh, Hirons, the guy from England. He killed his mother, and he had his mother's head mm-hmm. in the back of his car. Yeah, for- I think there's quite a bit of mother murder, and that was another thing we were talking about before yeah. the show with this valet character. I think he makes him worse than BTK and worse than a lot of other serial killers because he targeted his own wife. And I think that's very rude. You gotta love your you gotta love your woman. You know? But you don't shit where you eat. That's right. Yeah. I do but I do think that I think mothers are a big thing. Yeah, mothers but are but besides that, a lot of serial killers don't kill people they know. Yep. Well, yeah, I, they don't. In fact, Which, a, a lot just, of them are known as to the people they know or you know, like BTK was known as a loving father. You know, right. uh, and a lot of these people like the, to the a member of his church them. or an NYPD officer. I mean, that's why Valet yeah. fits the perfect description of a serial killer. And that's why I think he was really going to pull it off. There's other emails where he well, talks. About- it's actually it seems like it's more personal. Serial killers like looking for people that, that have no one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's it's too it's too personal to be a serial killer. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I don't think serial killers consider anybody having anyone at all anyway. They, they, I don't think that plays into the psyche whatsoever. They it, don't look it's more like for people prostitutes can... because uh, they think that they don't have any loved ones. They look for prostitutes because they're out at three o'clock in the morning and they get into their car. But it's mixture. It's 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 half and half of both. That's why they look for them in the first place. Yeah. And also sometimes they you know they believe that God is telling them. Well, that is an interesting because, thing. I, mean, I think that's the only thing that God can do. Well, you know? going back to the valet story, as far as the kidnapping of the squirrel for five thousand, <laughs> the guy tried to screw him down for four thousand. He went with five thousand. Uh, he he valet does mention she will definitely make the news. So uh, uh, I think that that is true. It is easier to kill somebody who has nobody because then no one's going to be uh, you know calling Channel Seven reporting somebody missing. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, with this guy, he was talking about how he can hardly restrain himself, um, and he's like, you know, I'm just going to knock her out. All this stuff about how he was going to—he went into great detail about how he was going to kidnap her and, uh, and and gag her and wheel her out into a suitcase and uh, and all these things. So, um, do you think that this valet case, though, if he does get found guilty of conspiracy for murder, or all of these websites, even the playful ones that you guys were discussing, shut down? No, never. They'll never shut down. You don't think that's a possibility? No. Right. You can't shut you can't that shut website? that. You can't, yeah. Well, yeah. first of all, it's Russian, so they can't touch it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it'll never shut down. So or it'll just go under it'll go into the Tor web. Yeah. There's, so there's already stuff like that in Tor. And there's Gore.net. Gore.net, when the whole thing went down with the uh, fucking what's his putts with the uh, gay uh, uh, porn star that killed his boyfriend and filmed the whole thing right, and put right, it up. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like that didn't shut that down. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is, it's a part of Benjamin Franklin, George Washington fought the British so that we could have Mm -hmm. fantasy websites about fat chicks wanting to get eviscerated by, by, by men slaves. Absolutely. Let's put some nice 
good conservative music underneath. Yeah, that. uh, that's uh, a brilliant point. I mean, it's going to be Toby Keith all the way, brother. It would be anti-American to get rid of these websites. If a person can't fantasize that they're a snake eating a child, then I don't know what goddamn this country is. I don't know to. what this country is about anymore. It ain't right. You got a, you got a, you got a Barack Obama in the in the White House. Is it a bad enough? All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening. Magustalations. And uh, all the listeners out there, uh, write to us at cavecomedyradio at gmail.com. Weigh in on uh, on this controversy as to whether this guy was you know, actually going to do this or not. Weigh in. Write in. Tell us what you think. Yeah, and we'll do one little great. quick follow-up as soon as he gets sentenced uh, either way. Um, all right, guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we will talk to you soon. Magustalations. Magustalations. Algeen. I'll me! Heil yourself. Good night. Good Don't day. move to Los Angeles. Don't move to LA. Unless you want all of your dreams crushed immediately. Yes, very much so. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream is a total chocolate game changer. We start with unbelievably creamy dark chocolate ice cream. Then we add different chocolate treats like chocolate cookies, chocolate cake, or chocolate brownies to make four decadent chocolate flavors. Because sometimes the thing that pairs best with chocolate (laughs) is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. With blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar. Discover legendary tastes with America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois.